0: Section 2 of A Christmas Hamper Full of Pictures and Tales This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Christmas Hamper Full of Pictures and Tales by Various Chapter 2 Poor Uncle Tom He seemed a funny old gentleman, the children thought, but still rather nice, especially when he brought those sweets out of his pocket and let them dip into the bag and take what they liked. They had seen him walking through the wood, and then when they left off playing, he had come to sit down beside them and ask them their names. Mine's Hughes, like father, said the eldest, and this is Lily and this is Tom. The old gentleman looked a little quickly at Tom. Who is he named after? he said. The children's faces grew grave, he is named after poor uncle tom said lily in a low voice "who we went to sea and was drowned there was silence for a minute then the old gentleman spoke again so poor uncle tom was drowned was he yes said hugh his ship was lost and everybody was drowned except two or three that got in the boat and uncle tom wasn't among them father waited and waited but it wasn't any good so then he put up a monument in the church just where we can see it from our pew. And we always sing about the saints of God on his birthday, said Lily, and Father cries a little. No, he don't, said Hugh indignantly. Father's a man and men don't cry, but he does, said Lily. I saw a weeny little tear on his cheek this morning, for today is Uncle Tom's birthday, and his voice goes all shaky-like, because he was so fond of poor Uncle Tom and says he was so good. The old gentleman sat silent, staring hard at the ground. Is it long since Uncle Tom went away? he said at last. It is ten years, replied Hugh. It was the year I was born. Ten years, so it is, murmured the old gentleman. Only ten years, and it has seemed like a hundred. The children looked at one another surprised. Did you ever know Uncle Tom? asked Hugh carelessly. Yes, I knew him well. I was on a ship. But you aren't drowned, cried Lily. The old gentleman smiled. No, he said. I wasn't drowned. I got off safe. Uncle Tom used to talk to me, though, about his old home. And one day he said they had carved his name on a tree in the park, and I was to go and see if I ever got home. Oh, I'll show you, said little Tom. It is on a beech tree, close by here. I'll show you. There it is. He pointed to a tree on which some initials and a date or cut deep into the bark. It has kept it very fresh, said the old gentleman. I thought it would have been grown over by now. Father always comes and tidies it up. On Uncle's birthday, said the boy. See, he's coming now. I'll go and tell him you are here. Father, he shouted, running off. Father, here's the gentleman who knew Uncle Tom. But when Father came near and saw the gentleman, he stared at him for a moment as if he had seen a ghost, and then he gave a great cry. Tom, Tom, it is you yourself. And it was Uncle Tom, who had not been drowned after all, but when the ship was wrecked, had managed to get ashore to an island, and there had lived on the fish he caught, and birds, eggs, and cocoa nuts, watching for a sail like Robinson Crusoe, unless the sail came after ten long years. And when he reached England, he did not write, but came down to his old home to see who was there, For, of course, he had heard no tidings all the time. Nobody recognized him at the village, for the tropical sun had burned his skin brown, and the long waiting and the sorrow and the hardships had turned his hair white. Only his brother knew him by his eyes, for they, too, had loved each other very much. But what will father do with your tombstone? said Lily gravely, as she sat on her uncle's knee that night. It is such a pretty one, with a beautiful angel on it. End of chapter 2